Welcome to Wake Up with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, your source for helpful information, advice, and tips to live your life in a mindful way in this increasingly chaotic world. For over four decades, Dr. Douglas has been teaching people how to develop their intuition and live their lives in a conscious way. His news and views of the world tomorrow today are always informative and revealing. To learn more about Dr. Douglas, be sure to visit his website, douglasjamescottrell.com, where you can download self-help exercises you can do right in the comfort of your own home. And now here's your host, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Hello, this is Douglas James Cottrell speaking. I'm joined tonight with my good friend and co-host, Les Hubert. You're listening to Wake Up, the podcast that helps you develop yourself spiritually to answer questions in the world and to help you give some guidance to your own self, your life, your friends, and to the world in general. Uh, welcome to the show, Les. Uh, uh, here we are again tonight. What's on the uh, on the agenda? Well, thank you for having me, Doug. Well, you know, since the pandemic of COVID-19, we've heard a lot about suicides out there. And it's a it broad opinion that suicide is a road to nowhere. It's a tragedy and it could, that can affect us all. Why should this behavior be vehemently avoided? Well, let's look at the why do people commit suicide? Okay. Is there a legitimate um, reason to commit suicide? And um, having you know, in my 70 plus years, have seen many situations in life, I, I think there is uh, a justifiable time when suicide should be permitted. And that usually is when somebody is in such great pain, that there is absolutely nothing that can be done. That the person is of their own free will and accord, able to make a decision that should they get to that position of hopelessness, that they can end their life as they choose to end their life. Now, throughout the world, there are various uh, countries that allow this because it's logical. Somebody has a terminal illness, that the end that they see coming is going to be absolutely terrible, that uh, they decide to um, exit, if you will, uh, before they get to that point where they are just a blob of flesh in a bed moaning in pain. All right. So without too much exaggeration on that, it's it's kind of, if people agree, wake up, you know, there comes a time when people can, because they have free will and free choice, decide to leave this world because there's no hope. There's no way that they're going to survive the great pain that they're in. Or perhaps they're in a lifestyle where they're bedridden, they can't move, they're paralyzed, life is just a living hell, and they decide that they want to leave. Again, not because they're depressed, not because they're, you know, in some way compromised. It should be that they're examined by competent medical people who say, yeah, this is the person's decision, it's their will. Okay, so that's the first case, and that makes sense to me. The second is for people who waste their life, which is more to the topic about suicide, say, roadway to nowhere. When life comes, rather, let me change that and say, when you're on the path of life and you meet something on that pathway, 
that is difficult. You don't decide to give up. You decide to go around it, go over it, go through it. You continue on. But sometimes people meet these obstacles on their path of life and they just get so demoralized and so depressed that they want to end it all. That is sometimes when intervention can be helpful and can certainly have people get around their problems and they should look for solutions, look for help and say the prayers for help. However, sometimes they don't. They just give up and they think that they'd rather kill themselves than face up to whatever difficulty is in life. That is, when you're fully able and capable, a waste of a life. And waste is a sin. So taking your own life, realizing that these problems that have come into your life in the first place were something that had a benefit for you to grow spiritually, to overcome perhaps past mm, indiscretions, in your own life, or perhaps from a previous experience, that this circumstance or situation should be viewed upon something like, okay, this is really tough. Okay, God, you sent this to me. I'm not running away. Somewhere in this huge difficulty, there is a solution because I know it's kind of like a binary. Uh, the problem always drags along behind it, the solution. I just have to be tenacious enough to find it. And also, no one really tells you what you can or cannot do. It's up to you to make that choice. Maybe you get angry, and that's what you needed to do to overcome the problem. Maybe you become diplomatic, and that's what you needed to do to overcome the problem. Maybe you just need to sit there and figure out, hmm, okay, let's have a look at this problem. What's really the problem? Well, you know what? It's not so big as I thought. You know what? I can handle this. You know what? This is my duty. I am able and capable to handle this. I don't need anyone. It's my duty. I can do this. I'll persevere. I'll find a way. To come to that conclusion means that you actually have to do something, and that is to decide I'm not going to lay down and die. That there is a benefit here. And if you study other lives and people who have gone through difficult times, you will find that they benefited greatly from those times of despair and difficulty because it was a teaching time. And they passed the test. Okay, getting to the point of just giving up because somebody's calling your names, because life seems unbearable, because you don't get things your own way, because somebody doesn't like you or you don't like somebody and you're going to get even with them by killing yourself. That's a sin and that's a waste. And what happens is when you pass away, whatever that problem was that came in front of you, and as we said earlier, these other things on how to handle problems, how to look for solutions, how to overcome them, they might make you strong, there's some spiritual benefit, etc. Now you have that same problem that you have not solved. That lesson is still 
within your consciousness, your spiritual consciousness, guess what? It was always there. You chose to solve that problem before you came into the world as a spiritual being and decided, I'm going to have a major problem every 10 years. And we're going to call that a spiritual lesson, a karma, if you will. And you know what? I kind of believe that's for everybody that we do that every 10 years. We have a major lesson. Okay. So you have this lesson that you've avoided, or so you thought, by killing yourself. Guess what? When you come back the next time, it's still in front of you. You still have to solve this problem because that's what's stopping you now. You have to solve this problem to get to the next level of consciousness, to the next level of evolution. But you have this problem now. You wasted a life. You wasted the last life. So now you have the same problem, only it's compounded with yet again another loss, another waste, another lost opportunity. And so now you have a bigger weight, a bigger problem to solve. Well, hold that thought right now, Doug. We'll be right back after this brief message. Why why'd we stop? I've been driving for six hours. Your turn behind the wheel. Now? But I'm at the part in the New Earth book where Dr. Cottrell explains all the changes. Weren't you just reading his Secrets of Life book? <sighs> I was done with that one hours ago. Are all those books in the back seat from Dr. Cottrell? Yeah, with his closing out sale going on, it was the perfect opportunity to stock up on reading material for our trip. All his books, 50% off at DouglasJamesCottrellStore.com. He's retiring, so it's last chance or no chance. Did you get his New Age Health Guide too? Yep. Right here. Good. My turn to read. You know, we, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you recall, some years ago, we have a mutual friend that uh, he committed suicide being in great pain. And I always wondered about him, and I'm glad to know that, you know, he's fine now. But I was always curious to see, you know, if somebody has faith or does not have faith, after suicide, is there a difference in their encounters on the other side? Well, it depends. If you are going to go into a dark place in your mind where you think that, oh, I'm going to be relieved, you know, suicide is it. And then you get to the other side and you go, oh my God, I remembered why I went down there in the first place. I chose to go through that difficult lifetime so I could aspire to be a more advanced soul, an enlightened soul to overcome those hardships that would have made me a better spiritual person. Regret is usually what it is. Okay. Now that's one reason. The other time is sometimes people commit suicide. They have a love affair that goes wrong and they drive their car off a bridge or into the side of a, of, of a tree or something. And then they regret because they see the harm they've done. There are people who put a gun to their head because it's expedient in a moment of anguish, anger, frustration, and they kill themselves and then they immediately regret it. Had they not had that gun, had they not had that moment, it would have passed and everything would be normal again. Many people who are listening to this in the wake up, 
have had similar experiences. There's, I, I don't think there's anybody that hasn't ever come to a point where they said, you know, just, oh, this is so terrible. I just wish I could die. Well, when you die, you become aware. You become aware of the reason you went down there in the first place. And you become aware that now you, oh my God, you got another problem. But people who are experiencing regret can observe from the spiritual realms all the grief and the hardship and the sorrow that other people are experiencing because they've committed suicide. Some people do it to spite others. Some people do it to make some sort of statement. And I can't see that being constructive. I can't see that being a loving, kind way to do things. I think it's an immature, spiritually speaking, and sort of a showing their spiritual poverty when they want to kill themselves to spite someone else or to cause harm for someone, you know, I'll show them, I'll kill myself and, and then they'll be sorry. That's ridiculous. Now, when people get into problems, it occurs to me to say that, you know, I talk to people and they're not afraid of life. They may have been in the military. They may have been in circumstances which are extremely trying and they're not afraid. They've suffered through deaths of family or friends. They've had horrific experiences themselves, but they're not afraid. And I say to them, why do you go on? And they say, well, I'm not afraid of death. I don't mind dying. And I'll say, well, if you're not afraid of death, and death is the great equalizer. It's the last fear you should actually have. And since you're not afraid of death, why are you afraid to go in and tell your boss off who's been beating you up and bullying you for months? Why are you afraid to go in and tell your, let's say, relatives, friends, or associates that they're really hurting your feelings and they're making you, they're bullying you, they're embarrassing you, they're belittling you. Why, why would you not go in and tell them off? Why would you be afraid of doing that? And so if we look at that and say, death is the great fear of all of us and people are not afraid to die, then they should not be afraid of life and to do all the things that are necessary in life to survive and thrive. And that sometimes is why those problems come to us. But to give up, that's a sin. To avoid something, that's a sin. To cop out, that's a sin. Suicide is the coward's way. It's better to face up and take on that person, that, that uh, group, that organization, that circumstance, than it is to give up lay down and die. Well, hold that thought right now, Doug. We'll be right back up to this brief message. Oh. Oh, what's up? I'm just not sure what to do with my health issues. 
And I keep having this recurring scary dream. What's that about? And I I just don't know if my instincts are right about my business ideas or, or anything right now. Maybe it's all past life issues. Have you thought about a phone consultation with Dr. Cottrell? A 45-minute chat should help you out. It's not a deep trance meditation, and you'll find it's just as helpful. Plus, with COVID going on, they're discounted from $375 to just $275. $100 off. Great idea. I love talking to him, like chatting with a long-lost friend. He's like tapped into a ton of wisdom, loads of spiritual insight, and he's on point. Oh. Now what? I can't find his number. Seriously? In this day and age? Ready? Mm-hmm. 519-471-1110. Call from anywhere in the country. If you need more info, I found his website too. It's douglasjamescottrellstore.com. The best thing you can do is to say, hmm, I survived. My God, that wasn't so hard. Usually, the solution is the, is the thing you're avoiding doing. When you have a problem, you have something that you have to take care of, the solution is the last thing that you want to do. And for those people in the wake up, you're ahead of me. That's exactly right. Go and do that right now. That's what's stopping you. Go and take care of that thing you're absolutely avoiding, hoping it'll go away magically. Something that you're, you, you just can't stand doing yourself. But again, you're not afraid to die because you're willing to kill yourself over it. Well, why not give it a shot? Go, go from that, pardon the pun. Give it a try. See if you can fix it. See if you can remedy it. See if you can thrive. Because if you don't, Suicide is a roadway to nowhere because you come right back to the same problem because it's your spiritual problem that's there to be in your way so you can be more evolved, you can be more, you can ascend, and you can be more of a spiritual being. And it happens to us all. Since it happens to us all, okay, I'm up for it. I'll take the world on. You know, remember that story in the Bible about David and Goliath? Oh, yeah, classic. That is a lesson to show us that not to be afraid of the big bad guy. That if God is with you, you can solve the problem. You'll also remember another story about a certain individual walking through the lion's den. He had a tiptoe very quietly, I'm sure, but he got through the lions who were going to rip him apart. And life can do that. A group of people are ready to rip you apart because the color of your skin, the clothes you wear, your position in society, your political view, your beliefs. Well, as long as you keep walking through, don't get distracted. And they have the courage of David, who picked up a little teeny tiny rock and flung it at the giant and toppled the giant and became a hero. The one thing that these two stories have in common is 
courage and the ability to keep walking, face up to that bully and the bully will fall. Walk through that group of adversaries, perhaps tiptoeing through them, but keep walking. The idea that life is full of difficulties is true. The world is inherently not a good place, but inherently there are many good people. And this is kind of like the school, the school of life, the tree of knowledge. As we advance through life, we begin to say, mm, I'm not gonna do that. Nope, I'm not gonna take that on. I can't be responsible for the way other people think or react. I can only be responsible for myself. Well, they have different values than me. They have different opinions. They like different things. Who am I to tell them what's right? That my opinions are more important than theirs. However, when they come banging on your door, you don't run away. You enter the door and you handle the problem, the situation, the challenge, because usually it's an opportunity. So understanding why people commit suicide and why it's a shortcut to nowhere is because they're avoiding life. And I can understand myself why life is really hard. But that's when you reach out to other people who've had similar experiences and you try to talk your way through this one, getting some help. You don't give up. You do not remain quiet. You go and you tell people how you're feeling. You do something about it yourself. Whatever it is, whatever you do, will be different than what you are doing, and therefore you stand a chance to be correct. But a good rule of thumb is, if there's one thing you're avoiding doing, you're dreading doing, that might solve the problem, that's exactly what you need to do right now. Other people will say things about you. Other people will attempt to put you down or criticize you. You're too fat, you're too thin, you're too tall, you're too this, you're too that. But that goes away too. And the one thing I know is that your enemies usually die before you do. They waste their life away in a cesspool of hate and anger. Don't jump in the pool with them. Well, thank you, Doug, for another enlightening session. If our listeners have enjoyed this podcast, please consider a four or five star rating and don't miss out and subscribe today. And please let all your friends know about The Wake Up. Thank you very much for listening to Wake Up. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. And we'd greatly appreciate your review of our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to let others know about the great content we're producing. For more about Dr. Douglas's self-development classes, books, and other related products, please visit his website, douglasjamescartrell.com. Until next time, we wish you all of God's blessings, health, wealth, and peace of mind.